Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. for another special edition of the Michael Deacon program. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you guys press play. We have so many things to discuss here and much respect to all of you out there in the chat room. Those of you on iTunes and of course those of you on Spotify or wherever you find the show. Greetings to everyone out there. Thanks for stopping in. If anything tonight resonates with you, please take the time to subscribe to our channel. Spread the word. Tonight, we will be discussing a plethora of topics with our guest, Mr. Michael Horn is the media representative for the Billy Meyer UFO Contacts, a one-armed man from Switzerland. He's predicted the Iraq War, AIDS, 9-11, and so much more. The Meyer prophecies have always been fascinating, capturing the hearts and minds of those all around the world. Or the flat earth, if that's what you believe. According to polls, yeah, I know, 66 million Americans believe that aliens landed at Roswell. 22 million people believe the moon landing was a hoax. And that number goes even higher when it comes to the assassination of JFK. What does that say about human beings? Do we all have an overactive imagination? Well, I'll let you be the judge of that. Now, without further ado, let's bring in our guest, Mr. Michael Horn. Hello, Mr. Horn. Thank you for stopping in again. I've been looking forward to this one. Well, Mr. Deacon, thank you. So have I. Oh, it's yes. We, we always have a great time here on the program, and tonight will be no different. Lots of things to talk about, as we usually do. And we have our targets locked in sight, the government plants, the YouTube psychics and channelers. There's so much to talk about, but... <laughs> Again, it's it's always a honor and pleasure to have you here. 
Well, thank you. I enjoy it myself, and I'm always glad to be able to discuss these things with intelligent people. If we、oh, yes. We have equally intelligent, hopefully, audiences. I'm pretty sure. So sure. <laughs> you know, the sad thing is we're not live. Oh, you mean I'm just a pre-recorded entity? Tonight we will be. We'll just be sort of these voices that come in, in and out of the room. Oh, okay. So yes, it's not live. Unfortunately, I am sad about that. You know, I do love when we do the live shows together and we take calls and、yes. people are very、uh, energetic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's something to talk about too. Where people are these days, and some things that need improvement. Oh yeah. People are going to survive. Yes, indeed. So, what's on your mind tonight? Well, we have worldwide conflict going on. I keep repeating myself when I say this, but how will history remember this moment in time, Mr. Horn? It's difficult not to contemplate such thoughts. I really do wonder how most of this will be remembered, and I hope it isn't. You know, I hope it isn't tainted by historians. Well, <clears throat> I think in the long run, we might even think that、uh, we're going to be lucky to have historians. Uh, concerned uh, it, for some time after the events that are unfolding now, and that are pretty much unstoppable, as you know,、um, I think Billy Meyer had forewarned about all this dating back to 1976, and even in far more ancient prophecies and predictions, these times and this coming conflagration and its consequences. Were spelled out and warned about, and、uh, of course, as has been the case for thousands of years, the mass of humanity and the important so-called leaders of humanity chosen to ignore this, and the people of today、uh, who, you know, seemingly are interested in world events and all, have no understanding of the forewarnings. Those people who are Involved with the su- subjects like UFOs and the paranormal and all that, have been completely misled and wasted years and decades of their time chasing lights in the sky when there's nothing to it. There's nothing left. We've had people who a couple years ago popped on the scene like Lou Elizondo, right, right, and Chris Mellon, and all the talk about UAP and UAP.、Threats. Oh yeah. Well, when that first started happening, I. Among those, not too many, maybe, but among those who specifically said this is disinformation, that this is about more war, more weapons, funding for same, and that、uh, this is a bad, another bad deception and distraction, and that unfortunately the people who are all gaga, if you will,、right. over, you know, government. Intelligence agents who are telling the truth、uh, have have really sucked up the oxygen, distracted from the truth, and now we all will pay the price for all of this inadvertent as well as deliberate complicity. Yes, absolutely. And of course, Lou Elizondo and Tom DeLonge. You know, once I saw these two together, it was an immediate red flag in my book. Sure. Well, 
Tom DeLonge, you know, I I I don't I mean, I don't even know his music, and it's not wasn't important to me. If I didn't come across it, you know, yes, in my travels. But here's a young, I call it, you know, like a dopey young rock and roller who thinks he's been let in on the secrets of the universe by an important military intelligence operative, former, I should say, former, with quotes. And this is typical of the way. Uh, pardon me, the millennial-minded people have been played for the suckers that they are, and no matter how much effort and how much repetition of bringing that which they could determine to be the truth, the singular truth about the Meyer contacts, instead neglected, ignored, censored, attacked by all of the armchair online know-it-alls who know nothing, who've done no research, their sources simply come across in the conspiratorial blathering of the day. And so, I hate to say it, but we get what we deserve. And those of us who may feel we don't deserve it, get it anyhow. Yeah, that's the problem. We will all suffer from the fool's move. Yeah. Yeah, and there's more coming. And uh, listen, there are people that may agree with me with us on certain things and they'll disagree on other things. But as oh, said, we know that already. You know, of course, right? <laughs> yes. The, the Meyer material has something to offend everybody. So I'll give you a jump on that. There is a new wave of the COVID pandemic coming. Meyer pointed that out. Uh, he published it originally on the 6th of the month and we got it the other day. And this is going to be, again, not good, to put it mildly. Um, and I, as again, I said, you know, we offend people, so I'll just put it out there. All of the hue and cry about lockdowns and masks have prolonged this from a, a possible duration of three to six months into now an ever ongoing problem for humankind. Why? Because for some reason, people prioritized their comfort and convenience and the fact that they didn't want to be irritated or limited. People forgot that the idea of a mask, what is a mask? It's an obstacle. It's something that is put between a person, a human being, and other person for the purpose, the express purpose of preventing the inhalation and the commu communication through exhalation of communicable pathogens. It's very simple. It works when it is the right mask and when it's used, when it's worn. Unfortunately, the majority of people, and to some degree, understandably, don't want to be inconvenienced. But the problem is that we now have a ever-mutating bioweapon, and Meyer was the first to identify it as such, that mutates and that has killed millions of people, about two million more than the government acknowledges. It will continue to plague us and affect us. It never leaves the body. It can, it will, and it does create not only resurgence, but other diseases will manifest from it, though our science will not see the connection. So instead of biting the bullet and being disciplined, our leaders throughout the world in this country and basically throughout the world, other countries, vacillated. They um, were indecisive. It's on again, off again. International traffic, travel was not shut down immediately and maintained three to six months. This would have been over had 
the human beings of the world behave pretty much the way the Japanese do at relatively little provocation when they're masked anytime there's some kind of communicable disease. And I mean, I mean they've had it too, but this is one of those great imponderables because starting on February 23rd, when I received it and published starting on the 25th of 2020, a dozen of the main points about this disease were published or republished in English first before the CDC, before the WHO, before anybody. And by the way, I was just attacked on YouTube, had one of my uh, videos taken down because we dared to have information from <laughs> over a year ago, I think, or close to a year ago, talking about COVID and pre presenting information that YouTube couldn't handle. So they have given me a strike and all of that, and who cares? We're going to also be in other channels. But this is the problem, the censorship. Now, we have a little test that I've mentioned before on your show, Michael. New oh online COVID test, 40 separate items, and we have many more we could update as soon as I get around, showing that Billy Meyer published the error-free, accurate, never-corrected, non-theoretical, belief-free information about this disease and the vaccines before anybody, including all the conspiracies, including all the official sources. And the Internet, of course, is awash with people that, you know, are right about the thing being, uh, you know, the vaccines especially being dangerous and all, but things get taken to these crazy, crazy lengths. For instance, and I'm sorry, I'm carrying on a little bit here, but that's all right. Been built okay. So all over the internet, we hear about Fauci and Gates and other people, you know, currently who actually started the disease, which is completely goddamn wrong, naturally, because nobody out there knows what they're talking about. This disease was the brainchild of Richard Nixon, who brought it to Mao Zedong in the 1970s, mid-1970s, after being humiliated and thrown out of the presidency, having to, you know, resign. He was vindictive and vengeful while he was president. And when he was out, he wanted to get even with the American government and the American people. Mao Zedong was very receptive to an idea of developing a bioweapon. But Mao Zedong died before it could be fully developed, and it went into underground labs, from which also the first iteration was the SARS you know, epidemic that came out in 2003 that Meyer warned about in 89 and 95. And then this coming out of, the, that came out of Guangdong, and then in the Meyer material that this would come out of Wuhan. Now, when I mentioned Richard Nixon here, the way Billy Meyer first presented it in 1949. Oh, my. He was yes. 12 years old. 12 years old? Yes. That young. When he was taken to see this in the future, we have it online for free. He described what happened and he described the consequences of the vaccines. And how they would be accountable, accounting for thousands and thousands of deaths, as would the disease itself. He did not name Nixon. He simply said a vengeful American who partnered with dot, dot, dot. And then in more recent years, he talked about Mao Zedong, and it, it was figured out. I was one of the people that guessed at it correctly, and another friend of mine in 
Brazil who figured it out. So according to Meyer's information, that's where this came from. And what happened was this has been developed in secret labs, not Chinese government labs. Obviously, the disease didn't come strike us here first. It struck the Chinese when there were lab leaks, accidents. And based on the fact that the Playaran also named cities in which these secret labs exist, probably so that the Chinese could go and wipe them out, more than likely, my guess is these are CIA labs, secret labs set up, you know, with American complicity. Well, this is what I, yeah, this is sort of what I was being told very early on, that this thing sort of traveled around and was in a U.S. lab, of course, at one point. But it didn't exactly well, come from China. Yeah. Well, it, it there's a lot of information. I have 223 articles now on my blog about COVID, all containing information from Billy Meyer and the real extraterrestrial human beings who pilot these little ships that we have photographs and films of. And if only, if only all of our friends in the alternative world would get off of the conspiratorial crap. And there are things in the conspiratorial crap that are accurate. Sure. But there's so much disinformation. I don't disagree. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying I I don't disagree with you on that at all. Um, All right. No, not at all. I I think there's plenty of nonsense in there. And of course, you know, I forgot to do this earlier, um, Mr. Horn, but for those who don't know, can you tell us who Billy Meyer is? Yes. Billy Meyer is a now 85 and a half year old Swiss man um, living in a nice rural, somewhat remote part of Switzerland, who claims that since he was a five-year-old boy, he's been voluntarily meeting face-to-face with human extraterrestrials whose purpose has been at its core to help us assure our own future survival, and to bring to us our true history so that we may wake up and get our brains out of the dead end political and religious crap that pollutes our consciousness and only brings war, terrorism, violence, stupidity, and what's coming, the ultimate destruction of this country preceded by the global financial crash that Meyer's been foretelling since at least 2006. It goes on and on. Here he is, this man. He is the only actual human being on Earth who does indeed meet with, on a regular basis, including now, for the past 80 years, extraterrestrial human beings who are benevolent. There's no threat from them. They've been trying to help us stop destroying ourselves. But largely due to the underbelly of American military, industrial, complex, political, religious, media, corporate entities and forces, we're kind of doomed because that's what runs this country. Unfortunately, yes. inflicts itself and others. So here we are. Right on. And, you know, he's lived a rather fascinating life, in my opinion. For those who want to dig in more, you'll find a lot about Mr. Meyer that's quite fascinating. And, you know, I am quite familiar with the Meyer case and the contacts. You know, we've been doing this for a long time, Mr. Horn. Yes, um, we have, Mr. But Jake. we do have to sort of, you know, I hate to do it, but we sort of have to hit the rewind button and try to catch everyone up. Sure. And, Let's do it. And, Mr. Horn, why should anyone care about the Billy Meyer contacts and the Enoch 
uh, prophecies or the Henoch prophecies, rather. Well, sure. Right. Um, well, it, I don't know that anybody should do anything <laughs> you know, at this point. <laughs> at this point, right, yeah. Yeah, who cares? Um, if, if people want to wake up and start prioritizing future survival, uh, this would be a good adjunct, if not a main course for that. Billy Meyer has lived, as you said, a fascinating oh, life. Yeah. We have all this material on theflyblog.com. And he, I mean, he's kind of like Indiana Jones meets Lawrence of Arabia uh, meets Luke Skywalker. It's it's fantastic. And it's true. We We have been able to validate and authenticate his evidence, his information. And naturally, he is the most attacked person for this. You'll find that most people that babble about UFOs and make their claims, the Stephen Greers and the, sure. you know, all these you know, endless. There's so many. Bob Lazar's. These people wander around freely selling their crap and everything else. And nobody bothers them. But there have been 25 attempts now on Meyer's life. The most recent one within about the last four weeks or so. Really? That recent? Yeah. Whoa. Um, because this is a man who simply tells the truth, doesn't make a fanfare out of it. It's always up to others who find his information that he just publishes and lets be out there to determine whether or not it's true and what it means to them. So when you say, why should people? Well, if you want to know, if you want to determine for yourself if this is truly a, the singularly authentic still ongoing UFO contact case for 80 years. And if it's also the source of the most abundant, specific, prophetically accurate, error-free information, scientific, environmental, geopolitical, medical, financial, etc., in human history, then this is what you want to check out. You can do that, all of that for free. You don't have to run to Stephen Greer to pay him $750. You can run out to the desert at night <laughs> and shine your flashlight in the sky for aliens on demand and come away a hell of a lot poorer. What do you it's make of that, though, by the way? Now that you mentioned it, now that you know you brought this up again, we, we've talked about it before, but very briefly, we, we really didn't get into it. But you know, they do take these groups out for a large sum of money and... They're pointing lasers in the sky, and they're seeing things, and they're excited. Um, in your opinion, what exactly are they seeing? Are they really seeing UFOs, or are they just pointing lights at satellites, per se? Well, it, there, there could be a number of things. Look, Stephen Greer has known, at least for the past 18 years since I stood up and presented to him in public, and others who'd been writing to him about the Meyer case before, that the Meyer case is singularly authentic. And I stood up and I offered him, I said, hey, Stephen, you've got a lot of nice people coming forward claiming that they've seen UFOs, and a lot of them are very credible, and I don't doubt them, but they don't know what they're seeing. So here, here's the Meyer case, 100 witnesses. We know what is being seen and everything. He wouldn't even look in my direction. Why? Because he's bought off or scared off or whatever in one way, shape, or form. So he gets to play this terribly phony role. And let's uh, not dismiss the possibility that he is used willingly or knowingly or unknowingly by the secret military and powers that be to further mislead and distract people and lead them in the direction of worrying about fake alien attack. Well, so if people go out in the desert at night and some of them shine the flash, oh my gosh, look, there's a blinking light. Wave at it. They see us. They're responding. 
people are too goddamn stupid. And that's actually what they that's actually what they do, um, what you just described there. They're that's like, right. wow, they're communicating with us. Yeah, well, who's communicating? I'd say ninety-nine percent. Most likely it's the military playing these dumb suckers just like Stephen Greer is. What do you come away with? I shine my light in the sky and a light blinked back. I've had contact with extraterrestrials. In the meantime, Billy Meyer for decades is warning what's coming to America because of our demonic, invasive, aggressive, terroristic world policies. What's coming to the people of this country who are going to be dispossessed by this government who is going to turn the police and military against the partly heavily armed American citizen? The militarized the police definitely will come after the citizens, the well, poor innocent citizens out there that have to uh, deal yeah, with the, the military that, style policing. And of course, the drones are going to come out and fire hell thing. on us. Yes. Which may give, may, I'm not saying I know this for sure. I hope this not. Is, it, well, that much I will say Meyer is right about, but I will say that I think it may give us an insight into what some coming administrations and governments will be most composed of politically, whether it's, uh, you know, left Democrat or right yeah. Republican. I would say that somehow there's some very bad things that come about. My guess is somehow as stupid as people have been to allow this senile dummy in office, that it could happen again. Um, I don't know. I don't have insight into that. But who or however ends up next, let's say, in commanding government, it doesn't look good for the Americans. No, not at all. It looks even worse than it's looking. So um, you can't, you know, politics makes people stupid. And it's done that to a great portion of the American populace that still is in the my guy versus your guy. I, 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 you know, Mr. Horn, it's hard to disagree with you on that. I, I've been saying that sort of thing here on this program that it doesn't really matter who's, quote unquote, the president. I, I don't think they have any real power, per se. Well, you, you know, um, we have some articles on the blog that are written by a German guy. He has them in English. And he delves very much into uh, American history, especially as it pertains to, you could say, the dark uh, state, the deep state, dark government, who's behind all that. And we've got a, uh, a new one coming out fairly soon that goes even deeper than he has before. You know, this whole thing where you he has dug into before the Rand Corporation, mm -hmm. and and now he digs into who's behind all that and who's behind things. Like, you know, the Black Rock, which Billy Meyer predicted in 1988 before it even, no, pardon me, 48, before it existed. Oh, yeah. So th this kind of thing, this is what this country is. And I'm not one to go out in the street and throw stones at, uh, you know, corporate headquarters of anything. Oh, it's a waste of time. But this is what the American people either don't care to know about, don't know about, or whatever. Turned a blind eye to this is what will this is what is driving all of the economic and military policies which are going to tank very badly but it's there's going to be a great attrition and a lot of loss of life and property and nature and it is 
to be put on the shoulders of this soon to be very former superpower. And no matter how much we put out there and inform people, they don't care. For instance, if I may, I, I know I jump a little That's bit. That's all right. So uh, this House uh, Intelligence Committee on Counterterrorism, Counterintelligence, Counterespionage, or Proliferation a Subcommittee uh, a month and a half ago contacted me, Andrew Carson's office, a national security advisor. I may have mentioned, I don't know if we spoke since then. And they asked me for the photographs of the U.S. top secret stealth plane interacting with one of the UFOs in the Meyer overall body of Meyer evidence. Nine photos that I found in October of 2020 that are demonstrable evidence of no threat. A UFO interacting harmlessly with a U.S. stealth attack plane. Photos were analyzed also by a former Kodak expert employee. They're authentic. We have the, the, the text on the back, the information on the back showing they were developed indeed right there in the 80s, and etc. Where can we so, find these photos, by the way? Oh, they're freely available on They Fly blog. If, if you use the search engine, you know, we've got almost 2,000 articles now. If you use the search engine, you just type in stealth, ah. you're going to get to the stealth photos that could help prevent World War III, an article I wrote, and then another article by my webmaster on the stealth, uh, more information on the stealth photos that she discovered. And this, these are authentic, never-before-seen photos, and so we found them and put them up. And it shows that uh, lead investigator Wendell Stevens took the photos, not Meyer. And it's a fascinating little backstory. But he, he was at Area 51. Had he been discovered there, they would have shot him on the spot. Uh, the play Aaron knew about this debut flight. They informed him and I think helped him get there, and they um, got him back out of there when the, when the photo op was over. But here it is, the best UFO evidence showing incontrovertible proof of an extraterrestrial UFO interacting with a U.S. top-secret plane. The, this House subcommittee asks me for the photos wow. and then censors them. I want to see those photos now. Go to They Fly blog if you're able there. Not there yet, but yeah, I'll eventually okay. As, get as there. we speak, you go to the blog, They Fly blog, if you want. I mean, maybe you'll do it later, but you know, if, if you then you there's a search engine on the right hand side at the mm -hmm. top of the page, you just type in stealth. Ah, okay. Which I've just done myself here. Then you're going to see two articles at least will come up. Future existence of UFO. That's the second article, meaning more recent. Depends on Congress acknowledging UFO stealth fighter photos. Right below it is our first photo the day before. And you'll see the stealth photos in there in both of these articles. You'll see the Hal Farley's first flight autographed photograph of the stealth that's in our photos. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. So the House subcommittee, your, your tax dollars at work request the photos. I send them, and nobody, and nobody, nobody in all of ufology really will touch this. They won't mention it because this is a field filled with wannabes, of con artists, phonies, self-possessed people who want to extract some significance, some in fame, their lives from this. You know, they want a lot of fame. 
yeah, all of them are looking for self, you know, satisfaction, right. self profit. Well, here you are, and they won't acknowledge it. Okay, got the photos now, by the way. Okay, well, you'll see they're right there. I'm looking. Yeah, wow, holy hell. Yeah. I mean, these are rather remarkable. Now, what you can't tell certain things. Yeah, we blew up. You know, Melissa blew up the UFO and some of those photos. Now, if you when you're done with that, if you go to the uh, top link there, future existence of UFOs right. of, of USA, you see the you know the camouflage plane, and then she starts taking you through the photos, the Meyer photos taken by Wendell Stevens with ample photos of the stealth, and then she starts showing, and she blows it up and starts zooming in on the photos. There is the camouflage plane in those photos. You, it just looks like a black plane from the photo, but when you blow it up, it's the same plane. It's the camouflage plane that Hal Farley was flying. This is, I mean, this should be on the front page of newspapers. And on TV shows. It's a great photo, by the way, um, for those that are curious. This was back in 1981 at Groom Lake. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just saying this was at a Groom Lake, for those that are wondering, back in 1981. Yep. That's that's right. And, And this is why the American people, I'm sorry, in their love of insignificant stuff and their fear of being insignificant, gravitate towards every phony, stupid, conspiratorial, and other insubstantial bit of BS and move from one thing to another, hungry for titillation and just eschewing substance, no patience, no ability to think and dig and ponder. So here it is, folks, right on the website, and, you know, 3,600 views on this to... You would think. Now, as you know, for instance, I I sent you a link to a recent interview of mine, which is, you know, close to 400,000 views. So these things are getting seen as well. But this is the problem. We don't get the, you know, same kind of, let's say, coverage or exposure that the quacks and phonies in ufology do. And I, 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 you know, while I may some people say, oh, you sound bitter about you know, what do you do when you're trying to help your fellow citizens to wake up? And people well, it's got to be frustrating. It, 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 it got to the point of peak frustration. It, right now, it's just a mixture of disdain, resolution, and contempt. Contempt for stupidity that is willful on the parts of people. You know, we, uh, and every time we'll, we'll post, let's say, an interview or we'll post a new blog, and you get the people to come. To spout off right away, they're going to tell you. Something. Oh yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> Mr. Horn. I mean, as soon as we post an interview, I mean, we always have these uh, crazy comments all the time. And you know, of course, that to a person, none of them, none, know what they're talking about. They react. They've been contaminated by skeptical stuff because the first thing these people do, because they have a low life consciousness, is they look to find the skeptical debunking stuff, which we've already debunked. But no, they want to find the worst so they can substantiate their bitterness, their jealousy, their envy, their apathy, and their insignificance. Gosh, what better thing to do than try to attack something that you know absolutely nothing about? 
Doesn't and stop that them though. Has become the American way. I'm sorry. Listen, this is a beautiful country, and there are many wonderful people throughout it. I'm not being patronizing. It's true. You can't have 330 million people, and you know it's, nobody's a good. Person. It's just that the mass, the, the preponderance, are unthinking people. They just follow beliefs and politics and things and conspiracies and plunge headlong, headfirst into war. You know, I saw a, a, a video online yesterday that actually gave me some hope. Maybe you saw it. Some guys, I guess it's in New York, New York State, New York City, got up at an AOC, you know, what's her name, Alexandria? Oh, yes. Alexandria Cortez uh, town hall thing and called her out for the phony warmonger that she is. Oh, man, it's a beautiful thing to watch. And it's online, and I'll have it in a blog, too. You see, these so-called woke people, especially the young, inexperienced blabbermouths of today, they don't really have fiber. They don't have backbone. They, they, they want to go out there because, oh, sure, initially they see injustice, and that's great. But they're so easily co-opted and bought out because they want their Priuses, and they want their Teslas, and they want their fancy clothes and to be in that club. They do. And the powers that be buy them out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, they do. They. I'm agreeing with you. Um, with what you're saying, a lot of these people fall victim to that. They they are co-opted. The people at the top who are raising money for Black Lives Matter, what is this whole scandal about $14 million in homes and things and nobody ever was helping? What's the surprise? It's, that is a mark, a hallmark, really, of the Democrat Party. They have always known how to uh, do these phony, bleeding heart things it helps nobody, really. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of it. it they make you believe that the money is going to go to this one cause, oh. but not really. Nah. Not even close. It doesn't. And, and look, you, you can't leave the, the right side of po politics off the book either for their things. But the real hypocrisy, the stupidity, the, the fascistic behavior... Oh, it's everywhere. Yes, you're right about that. I mean, it's even with the Red Cross when they were doing the deal with the NFL. Um, the whole breast cancer awareness, that's a great example where all the players were wearing pink. I mean, yeah. you, you thought you were giving these families money for breast cancer. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you thought you were contributing to that. But from yeah. what we learned was the NFL was actually collecting most of that money. Big surprise. <laughs> I, mean, I know, right? You know, in the article... Whoa, you don't say. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm just saying, whoa, you don't say. They're, they're collecting yeah, money. You don't say. Well, you know, this guy Burke who writes these great articles, in the one that comes out, he explains how, the, how philanthropy really, for the most part, the mega philanthropy that we think is so wonderful, is a, abs, an absolute profit maker. For the people who are the real hidden wealthy elite, the real, he, he says, you know, Elon Musk with his $50 billion is impoverished compared to these people and how people are played by this. So this is why I say this. I Look, I might have a little bite going on on this, but I, I'm not out there to try and tell people, go out there and try and change. You can't do that. Right. You, you know, you didn't, folks, you didn't pay attention and you've. Those of you who voted for these clowns at any turn and who bought into this stuff, you're responsible too. Sure, you may not have known the truth, and you might have done the best you could and chose the lesser of two evils. But just remember when the uh, last Democratic 
you know, a whole thing, primaries, you know. Remember Tulsi Gabbard? I, I wrote yeah. about her, and even before then I wrote about her. You did. I don't know. She's not necessarily uh, an angel. Who, nobody's an angel. But the woman stood up and said, stood for the right things and had the credentials, the, the service record and all the rest. So, of course, now she's called out these miserable fools on the left who, you know, it's a caricature with their mutilation of children with this bullshit trans stuff. It isn't that there aren't people who are genuinely, genuinely vibrating or uh, how can you put it in the most honest way, who are not at, in, at the heart trans-oriented people who simply are, that's their... That's their truth, but it's been co-opted. It's been pushed in people's faces and made a travesty. Right. That's the transit. Children, these woke liberal lunatics talking about infants and, and, and young children who are get, determining they're the wrong gender because these morons are pounding crap in their head. Yeah, at the age of like six or seven or maybe even younger. Yeah, six or seven. Sure, they, 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 they already know the world by then, yes. Yeah, so – You've got these fools, and you know I, I I have a friend I won't name him. He doesn't live in my state. He's uh -oh. a guy I, I went to school with actually about sixty years ago. He's now a retired physician. He was sending me this vaccination will save the nation stuff. You know that Pfizer person just went on a forty-five second video the other day admitting they didn't know what would happen when they stuck the vaccine out. You know, so all this hype and hoopla and cheery stuff that my friend has been posting about the vaccine and the trans movement. Also, you know, now you, it doesn't take a genius to see that it's BS and boy, are his email responses getting shorter. So it's all about an agenda thing, that's being pushed you know. to be clear what Meyer and the people that are good people anywhere, whether they know about Meyer or not, we don't discriminate against anybody based on race, creed, gender, so-called gender preference, color, none of that. It means that people who identify as straight or gay or trans or, you know, the alphabet soup, that's fine. It's just that the opportunists then who shove this down people's throats and, and form these pride movements and all the rest, Gender and all this sexuality is, you know, people's own business. And as soon as you start making it into business and into social movements, then, you know, obviously it's destructive. It They're very destructive. I mean, no one should, you know, if you're a gay, a lesbian, a trans, whatever. I mean, I, that, that shouldn't make up your whole personality, though. Look, I came out as straight many years ago. You know, probably in my teen years, I realized I was straight. I didn't make a big deal about it. I know, right? Why, why would you? Right. Yeah, it's like, right. who cares? Yeah, exactly. So, we, you know, there's, there's things, people, when people understand the, the UFOs in the Meyer case, it's fascinating. It's the only, uh, people have never seen evidence like this. It they is fascinating, know. yes. Oh, it's the greatest. But it's not what it's about. You get to the higher standard of proof, or Meyer has been predicting information about Mars, every planet in the solar system, black holes, you name it, for decades, all before our scientists. And of course, even that doesn't phase the dummies, among whom are the scientists who don't want to acknowledge it. I, I blew one guy's mind, a scientist, JPL, NASA, 
doing the uh, imaging, Mars imaging photos. She gave him three pages of Myers, Mars info that was published by Meyer before NASA ever discovered. The guy didn't know what to do with it. And he certainly, he even said to me, I hope you're not going to try to convince me. I said, of course I am. You're a scientist, knucklehead. <laughs> the, you know, here's the evidence. Don't just run away. Well, they run away because, oh, well, I don't want to be ridiculed. There goes my funding. See, everything in this country, it's all about, you know, dollars and cents and power. I'm not saying anything new. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's, what, it. that's how the world works. You know, you have to be careful who you piss off. Um, well, yes. And, well, you know, who you offend. And that's that's about it in today's yeah. uh, world. And most of us won't offend the powers that be because they don't, they don't take the average person seriously. They can quickly determine to what degree you're a threat to them, a, a Julian Assange, you know, and, and all of that. Uh, we're talking about people, Billy Meyer, a, um, Snowden, people that have put their asses on the line in their lives and whose lives are made miserable by these greedy scumsuckers. And there it is. And here's the thing. When I have sent this information about the Meyer stuff to scientists, to the people in the House committee, to politicians, anything, they don't want to know. They think that by ignoring it, yeah, they, they can blow it off. It. Yeah, they yeah, blow it off. And I don't, it's like a child who pulls right. blankets over their head, you know. By the way, Mr. Horn, um, I know we're, you know, we don't have all that, that much time here. And there's so, there's so much I want to ask you. And, you know, UFO cults have existed and still exist today. Absolutely. Some have often labeled Billy Meyer as running a UFO cult out in Switzerland. But, yeah. you, you know, you also can compare him to someone like Marshall Applewhite. However, that's, you know, from Heaven's Gate, that cult there. Obviously, you can make that sort of thing. You know, you can't well, really compare those two. Let me, let me try and clear it up. It's funny because, uh, you know, people that when I do an interview and they see my little bald head, and oh, he looks like the heaven's gate. Marshall right Applewhite, yes. Yeah, right. You know, okay, well, that's a great way of judging something. I know, right? That's not good. Anyway, but here's the thing. Cults have very certain, very specific uh, structures. You have a head honcho whose word is law. The head honcho doesn't behave the way Meyer does because... First of all, Meyer is one of a group of about 39 or 40 people, all of whom only have one vote in their non-profit, non-religious, non-cultic organizations, basically a publishing organization. Meyer doesn't tell everybody what they have to do. Now, there are things that he puts forward for those people who want to participate in this. Here's our guidelines, right? Okay, fair enough. You don't have to. You can read all this stuff. You can your heart's content and never do anything where you're a formal participant in a group or anything, which are pretty loosely structured. Anyhow, here's more. Nobody ever goes around soliciting money. Billy Meyer doesn't. Nobody involved in his. And Meyer group. isn't sleeping with anyone's wife, obviously. Only his own. But now Only his own. Okay. Come. Yeah. That's good so, enough. No, he's not. They, they made the, the, those claims. I mean, as if any more that that has become you know, the worst thing people can do. I think we should you know, not be adulterous, but that certainly look to religion and politics for the biggest hypocrites in the world. There they are. But there's more. There is no proselytizing. Nobody rings your doorbell and unsolicitedly sends you material asking you to join a Billy Meyer sex cult or whatever the 
want to claim. There's simply nothing to that but people who are looking to attack. They are looking to attack, though. Yes, they do. You know, they mention things like that. They're like, well, you know, they're doing X, Y, and Z. But yeah, it doesn't exist. Look, I've been there 20 times. The first time I'm coming, they're very interested and curious. I'm looking around. The second, third, and fourth time as well. I cannot see a cult. I see a lot of people who've come from around the world who want to work together and gardening stuff and fixing, you know, things on roads and what have you around a property, will, joyfully, willingly, will, and who do their thing and go home. And where's the where's the shoulds and the cults and the signing away your life stuff? Doesn't exist. But people who don't know and people who haven't gone there and people because they're angry and all the other nasty adjectives I've already attributed to a bunch of losers in the world, they want to try and take down a guy who has nothing. He doesn't intend any human being any harm. He's got one arm, by the way. Pardon me? I said he only has one arm. One arm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he doesn't make that much of it because he's not the self-pitying man. Uh, he's had a brain injury. He's had a heart valve replacement. He's had a completely fractured up shoulder. Uh, rheumat- I mean, he's had more things, and he just grins through it and fixes himself. Usually, sounds like a, he sounds like he lived the life of a stuntman. Uh, amazing! All these broken bones. My God, poor oh, man, yeah. poor well, guy. You know, I mean, his life in 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 the past, in the fifties and sixties, you know, stuff throughout the Middle East and in Africa and different places. Right, right. The Phantom. And, He's bringing in serial killers and mass murderers and all this stuff. People don't have an idea about this man. He does. Again, he lived an extraordinary life. And Mr. Horn, when was the last time you personally talked to uh, Mr. Meyer? Personally, I talk, well, there's email stuff, but personally in 2020 when we were in Moab. And uh, it's really funny because I found, you know, I found these photos in the last box, 24th box, (laughs) and the last day of looking. And I went to make, you know, an arrangement with the guy who owned the archive, and he gave a very totally unexpected, generous, you know, here's what I'll charge you. Instead of literally five figures, it was a few hundred bucks for this stuff. And so I got back to the car, I get in the car, and I close the door, and the phone rings in the car, and it's Billy. Well, what happened? <laughs> well, you're good timing, Billy. We have these photos. And so we chatted a little bit and we sent the photos on, but then there's emails and postcards and things, you know. And of course, the he's constantly having these contacts and publishing them. And the beauty is not only does he talk about a current thing like coronavirus and, you know, the, the terrible war stuff that's just going to go very badly, he fills in historical things about so many things, including his own experiences that he claims from time travel about things where history, as we know it, is very different, very different from what he is writing and telling. And it's just like an education that you could get nowhere else and for free. What are you going to do? You know, so where's the cult? Right. I don't know. Doesn't sound like one to me, but, um, you know, people are going to have their opinions and... Again, yeah, going, going, uh, getting away from the UFO scene for one second here, I, I did want to get your thoughts and opinions on one Alex Jones and the yeah. amount of money that he has to pay. Well, I don't know if he's going to pay all that money, but um, Mr. Horn, uh, what are your thoughts and opinions on this sort of debacle that Mr. Jones, Mr. Is, Jones is now in? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. For many years, of course, I sent 
Alex Jones, all this information, all of Myers' prophecies and predictions, and occasionally we'd hear stuff coming out of Alex Jones that seemed familiar. But Alex Jones didn't want to talk about Billy Meyer because Alex Jones, and I've got to say, look, Alex Jones has gotten a lot of things right, not, clearly not everything, but he jumps on things because his energetic is to be a rabble rouser. Sure. Yeah, now he's he's got some truth-telling in himself, but his dominance Thing is not truth teller it's stir up and incite and you've got to understand that there is an immutable law maybe he should have read what we sent him it's called cause and effect and everything we think feel and do has consequences right. so if you keep on jumping on things and just screaming your head off and calling people all sorts of this and that and maybe sometimes rightly but if you can't prove it or if things go the other way and you're wrong well, you're going to pay the piper, if not fully financially, although he's already spent a fortune, I'm sure, legally, that how does he mass it, you know, because people buy his stuff that he hypes in order to, you know, stay online and, you know, scream and yell and accuse people of stuff. In the meantime, uh, Billy Meyer, you know, simply publishes the most accurate info on anything he publishes. It will be accurate. Now, there are other people that may get some of that right, too, but there no one human being, no 10 human beings, no 100, have published all and everything that Meyer has published. I'm not home. Yes. And so, um, pardon, there was just That's a okay. minute. I'm going to do really quickly here, if I may. Yeah, go ahead. I'll call you right back, okay? On an interview. Hey. Good. So. <laughs> Let them know. <laughs> short, short and sweet. And it, yeah, it's, I told you I had a short time today, so I've got to call him back. But yes. um, um, so, but my friend, Mr. Deacon here, um, do know that I, well, I, I truly do feel for Alex Jones in certain ways, because as a human being, he's put himself in the crosshairs of the powerful, those who are really out to get him many of whom are simply motivated by this kind of fascistic thing, but he gave them the ammunition. He gave them the ammunition to take him down, or at the very least, give him some sleepless nights. Now, he's kind of this massive mound of, you know, insulated kind of, you know, boisterous energy, you know, a, a sumo wrestler or a football player constitution. Do you think he deserves to pay that amount of money, though? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm not in a position, truly. I just, I look at it differently. It's not like, oh, well, he should pay that amount of money. He should. I just say to myself, well, it's cause and effect, people. It's just like, well, why is America, USA, going to break up and be destroyed? Well, look at our history. Look at our true history. Look what we're doing now. I think we're invading Haiti, even at this time, you know, because... Uh, there are people there that are interfering with the American agenda in another country again. What do you think has got to eventually happen? It's it, it's coming back. This pendulum is coming back as a wrecking ball. So our emphasis really is on on people preparing themselves and looking forward to being among the survivors as best they we can. And I'm not a you know a arm to the teeth prepper. Sure. You know, you know, who's dug out in the woods. I do and my friends do those things which are as reasonable and affordable as we can do. And we try to share Meyer's books. 
because therein are the real remedies that will be what is studied in the future by the ultimate survivors of this mess when they try to now rebuild the world with the greatly diminished population that hasn't died from radioactivity and biological chemical poisoning and cloned warriors and all the rest. Those books are available now. Yeah, and they're, they're out brilliant. there. And, you know, this is my first plug. This is what I would say. If you go to, you know, my blog and you go to the shop, yeah, sure, I've got films there. I buy Billy's books. Pick one, any one, or ask which one. This will start to set your head straight, and it brings a certain actual calm and a purpose. And in some time, you know, some cases there's an urgency and all there is. But this is what it's about. It's about peace, love, freedom, and harmony. And while those might often sound like banal and boring words and concepts to people, isn't that really what every human being is seeking? Absolutely. Do we not want that? Yeah, lives? for sure. If anybody wants any more information on Meyer, please go to theyfly.com. And well, they fly yes. blog would be better. Or they, yeah, or they fly blog, also yeah. a tangible website. And Mr. Horn, you know, if Russia announced it was nuking Europe and America, let's say tomorrow at um, maybe, let, let's just say they gave us a time, would you at all be uh, frightened by that? Well, I don't know that they're going to give us a time. And I think let's just say in a perfect world. Well, <laughs> uh, well, of course, it's just like, here's the thing. And this is just an honest thing. We who've been warned about and apprised of all of this may say, well, we, we know certain things are going to happen. That doesn't mean when those things happen that you aren't shocked. If you know, you're sure. assuming the best that you're not immediately under the, you know, the, the blast or the tsunami or the earthquake, it means that, yeah, well, you've been warned, you try to do what you could, but it doesn't mean when those things hit like any disaster, tragedy, catastrophe, Human beings are vulnerable to that shock if, if they're alive after it and the consequences. So we're not immune. Nobody's immune to this. And, you know, there is a prophecy. And I, I, yes, there is. Yes. Says, yeah. And it says that there's a, the big war will start in the month of November of a certain year, initially with conventional weapons and then afterwards in time, it goes to nuclear, biological, chemical. I'm not saying it's this November, but I'd say I wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised, if, yes. Right. See, NATO and the U.S. and the EU are pushing. They pushed and pushed. They violated all the agreements with Putin. Right. And Putin, Russia isn't invading us or anybody else. Now they've said, that's it. We've had it. And as Meyer said, it's wrong to go to war. But we understood in this case that was about all the Russians, you know, could take with the betrayals and the lies and the invasion. And, you know, he said in 2017, America has secret plans to, you know, uh, attack Russia from Germany. Well, what just happened with the gas pipeline? Boom. Yeah. So, and there's more and it's going to unfold. And, you, you know, just again, if you want to start to learn how to develop yourself and as a great adjunct to the physical survival stuff, how to think and reason and create healthily 
you know, uh, healthily interdependent relationships with like-minded people, not all of whom are going to be into the Meyer case. There's people in various groups and, 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 and you know, kinds of gatherings and uh, political and religious, people who are of like mind in terms of prioritizing peace and freedom and love and harmony. So anybody that resonates towards that is a friend of the truth. And the other things become less important as long as those other things, beliefs and politics, don't supersede and dominate the pursuit of the truth and of harmony with people. Love that. Well, there it is. Yeah, I agree so, with you. And Mr. Horn, I know you've got to get going here in a moment, but... Got to go. I, I just, do, do you I just, have any other questions? I just had, two, I just had two more things to... Um, and let's see if I can do any justice. Just two, yeah, just two quick things really quickly here. You know, we were okay. talking about Stephen Greer um, yeah. earlier, and, you know, it's funny. I, I did get uh, told a story by um, William Henry over dinner many, many moons ago um, about an incident where he and his wife were at some conference, and Greer was set to set, uh, to, uh, set foot on stage, actually, and right before he was uh, set to do that, um, his uh, security guards all barricaded the doors and wouldn't let anyone out. <laughs> really? Literally, yes, this really did happen. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it caused quite a commotion, by the way. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to throw that little uh, story in there. He really pissed off a lot of people. And um, earlier I mentioned channelers and people you come across on YouTube. Um, you know, we've all come across psychics and people who claim to be in contact with extraterrestrials. And right now there's a woman, she's about 22 or 23, claiming <laughs> she's a psychic medium and contacting extra, uh, extraterrestrials. And she's an incarnated, virile society member. So basically she's claiming to be a former Nazi member out of Germany. What's her, what's her current name? Her, na her current name right now is Marina Surin. Oh my. And it seems like a lot of the older men in the UFO scene, the UAP <laughs> scene, um, are very infatuated with her. And, and you oh, know, I hate, sure. you know, I hate to say that, um, but she's won the hearts of many older men involved in the field. And now she's speaking at conferences, talking about her contact experience. Personally, I think it's amusing, but I'm not at all surprised by it. Well, you, you've hit it on the head. Look, there's nobody, certainly nobody who's come forward or will come forward that has any contacts with extraterrestrials, that can channel an extraterrestrial. You certainly cannot channel anyone who's dead. They are not around to talk through. Years ago when I was doing New Age comedy, I had this thing about channeling it. You sit down, you make funny faces and say, hi, I'm dead and I've got something important to tell you. That's about it. Like you know, Bashar. Yeah. Yes. A prime example. I went to many of those channelings and I came away with enough significant information <laughs> yes. to, to partially fill half of a small porcelain teacup. You know, it was probably only when he mentioned what day it was. So these things are not possible. They are all frauds and phonies to a person. And the, none of them have evidence. None. Not a one. And I knew Lisa Royale and Sean Randall and Bashar and all these people. No evidence, just fancy tales. And people fall for that crap. Okay, what are you going to do? Waste your life, basically. You're wasting your life. Go enjoy it. So the harsh truth is too harsh for the majority of people to realize that a person, that the message of the Meyer case, the foundation, the core, 
every human being is 100% solely, singularly self-responsible for everything in their own life. No cult there, my friends. No cult there. Amazing. Once again, Mr. Horn, I do want to thank you for being a part of the program. I appreciate your time here with us. I really do enjoy these these, these uh, conversations with you, these interviews with you that we've been doing for so long. And, of course, the next time we'll do this, we'll be live and, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll stir up some trouble. Good. Let's go for it. I love always that. appreciate it. Love you that. So, so go ahead and plug whatever you want and then we'll let you loose here. I just want to say... Send me the link to the show now, of course. Share it with everybody. You got it. I thank you again. Dayflyblog.com. Read everything for free. It's right there. And uh, let's do it again. Love that, Mr. Horn. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was Mr. Michael Horn, the American media representative for the Billy Meyer UFO Contacts. Yes, we all love Mr. Horn here. That's theyfly.com or theyflyblog.com. He's been on this program for years now, and I've been listening to him for such a long time. It's so wild. The man is let loose all the time. I I love him very much. He he speaks his mind. He's not afraid to say anything, really, and we appreciate that here on the program. We really do. And I do want to thank you for pressing play. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Much love and respect to all of you out there on YouTube and Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon. Once again, boys and girls, thank you for pressing play. We'll do it again on the other side. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night.